is Digital Marketer. Hello and welcome to the Digital Marketer Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Snavely. This is the show where we help you become the digital marketer you've always wanted to be. Today, we're talking with Jack Nunn. He's the owner at Rowworks Fitness, former national team rower who's competed in more than 100 triathlons, nine full Ironmans, and been featured in dozens of media publications, and it's really helped to boost his business and his career. I think you're really going to enjoy it because Jack explains where he finds ROI in something that most online marketers don't see as a traditional avenue for business impact. We also covered his tips for connecting with publishers, why you need a why, and how to get the snowball effect. We'll get into the interview right after a message from some of our favorite people. Hey, DM listeners, did you know that you can generate leads from Instagram without using any landing pages or websites? If you're not sure what I'm talking about, Instagram actually allows businesses and influencers to set up automations to automatically capture leads through the Instagram inbox. So this means that you can generate leads for your business all using 100% automated Instagram messages. And the good news is our friends at Bot Builders can show you exactly how to do it. They're an industry leader, and these guys have landed some of the biggest clients in the world. So if you want to learn how to use Instagram automation to generate leads, go check out their free training at botwebinar.com. They'll show you exactly how it works. You'll see a live demo and also how you can start using their pre-built templates to start going after big clients yourself. Once again, that's botwebinar.com. Hello, Jack. Welcome to the Digital Marketer Podcast. How you doing? Good to be here. I'm great. It's really good to have you. I've I've never, I don't think I've ever talked to someone who has been maybe in as many publications and pieces that you have. <laughs> so I'm really excited to talk to you about all the ways that you're, you're growing through PR and all the ways that it's grown your business, but also just kind of who you are and why it's so effective for you. Yeah, for sure. Well, just for anyone that's curious, I'd love for you to just kind of run down like what pieces of journalism, what articles, what, you know, media publishers have you been featured in and how did all of that even come to be? Well, it goes back to actually my junior or sophomore year in college, actually at UC Berkeley. I can get into that a little later, but so it's over the span of 21 years. If you talk to me in college, I studied journalism actually, and I was a business minor. I do fitness now and I've been featured in uh, Triathlete Magazine. I've actually written for Triathlete Magazine. So that kind of comes into play when you're using journalism as your major in, in, in school. I've been featured in C Magazine, uh, Organic Spa Magazine, On It and a USA Triathlon, US Rowing. The latest was Wall Street Journal, which is probably the biggest one I've ever been in. I had a little a piece in the Wall Street Journal commenting on a story a few years ago. So I've technically been in the Wall Street Journal twice. I was actually in Newsweek years ago, but again, just a very small site. Actually, I was in Cosmopolitan. That's the story what? I was in college. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's the funny one. Uh, that's where it all kind of started on a different route, though. So yeah, I was in Cosmopolitan <laughs> magazine. Um, oh, and then just numerous like local um, 
newspaper. I was in Voyage. That's like a couple of like more of a local like L.A. business owners, you know, get in and they so they tell their story. So Voyage L.A. and then Long Beach or the the Grunion Manhattan Beach, the Manhattan Beach local paper, which is the easy reader, I think. And then, yeah, so it's like 22 publications total. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's it's been, you know, most some some were really small, some are really big. So I don't, I'm always down for anything publication or any, anything that's moving our sport forward, which is rowing or fitness in general, triathlon, anything endurance. If I know about, if I'm comfortable talking about it, that I know enough about, especially mm-hmm. with rowing, I will for sure. I feel like it's done so much for me, like my sport that I feel like I owe it back. I went to college for rowing. Mm-hmm. And then excelled and did that. If you would have, if you would have told me in college that I was going to be a fitness guy and instructor and and rowing and all this and doing all these things, I would have laughed at you. I mean, I would have said <laughs> that was a kind of a cool, you know, thing to do, like to get paid for what you're doing already. And I always thought about that, like it'd be cool to get paid if you row or whatever or, or just work out in general. But I never would have thought that. So it's it's kind of been a very nice fun journey it's also been very hard but yeah so it's it's definitely it's definitely awesome being recognized as a professional in what i do and then for people to ask for advice it's it's a it's an honor really so that's amazing well and i know you know there's so many so many people who are going to be listening to this and listening to you know the amazing kind of like resume you've built up for all these things that you've been featured in and, and really knowing like it comes from this really like heart centered place. And they're, they're thinking, well, I love what I do. I have a passion for what I do. I want to push what I do forward. How, how does that even happen? How do you start to get into, into PR pieces? Yeah. I mean, so the, I have to start with the one in cosmopolitan and college. So they have a piece like they're going to pick every year 50 most eligible bachelors from each state. So my, I have older mm-hmm. sisters. So without me knowing, they sent in a, a note to the editor in chief, which is Kate White at the time. And they submitted me for Mr. for California, for Bachelor of California, the state. So I got a call randomly in college and they said, yeah, you're picked your Mr. California. When can you make it to LA for a photo shoot? You're going to go to New York. You're going to do all this. I'm like, what? is this a joke? Am I oh my gosh. <laughs> being punk? Like where, yeah. you know, where's Ashton Kutcher? Like what's happening? You know, like, and they're like, no, this is serious. I'm like, come on. Like it, I think I hung up on them. Actually. I was like, wow. this is a prank call. Like stop messing around. And anyways, so they yeah so I did that and then I was in Cosmopolitan magazine in the summer of 2000 and so it started a lot so it's crazy because in that article or in that magazine there was people there was guys I met that launched their careers like from that they it wow. launched one guy went to do a Vegas like you know show another guy went to do like a sitcom for a moot like you know different tv stuff mm-hmm. it launched certain not everyone but some people launched their careers from that um I got asked to be on survivor a few times and then also did, uh, did you the, no I guess we'd well, be having a different conversation if you did survivor and also the bachelor 
at the time mm. they wanted me so and both shows actually casted me but the only thing that stopped me was because i was training on the national team so i for survivor they're like yeah you're gonna have to starve yourself here's the reality we want you to be on the show but here and i go i i can't i'm training on the national team i can't do that like i'm training mm. for the olympics and they're like oh well why even why even interview and i'm like honestly i didn't think i'd make it this far yeah. <laughs> I, I was just trying to see if i could do it and they're like, well, don't waste our time. They're like kind of angry. They're like, don't oh, waste man. our time if you don't think. I'm like, well, I was just like, just seeing if I could make. So the bachelor too. And they're like, yeah, you're going to have to do all these, you know, things and all this stuff. And I was like, I can't, I don't have time for that. I can't do that. So then it moved into 2005. I retired from rowing from, from the national team for the Olympics around 2005 and basically got asked to be an instructor. I was working at 24 hour fitness as like kind of part time while I was training because they had like a deal with the Olympic team that they're going to pay you full time wage for part time work. It's like Home Depot, like all these different companies do that now, like for Citibank or you see all these ads with the businesses, they'll help the athletes, which is a really cool deal. So I got in on that deal with the fitness. And I started teaching classes and then doing training and then and then got into my own. I started my own fitness center in 2008 and basically then was, you know, doing something that no one else was doing. I was doing indoor rowing group training, which now people are doing. There's biz, there's gyms and fitness centers that do it. Lots of fitness people are doing rowing. Before that, no one was doing it. Not, there was only one or two companies making rowing machines. Now all these companies are making rowing machines all the fitness companies. So it exploded sort of as kind of a timing. And then I guess since I was doing things that no one else was doing, they wanted to like people were reaching out like news, local newspapers or people just, you know, in the fitness industry. And then I got started doing Ironmans like for triathlons, because that was one thing I always wanted to do is do an Ironman. So I did one of those in 2008. And all the training I was doing was just rowing. So then people were getting like very almost like upset. Like, how could you just row and then do an Ironman? I'm like, oh, but it's full body training. So they were confused. So I was I was really turning the industry kind of, you know, getting to think about things differently. Yeah. Obviously, if you want to get better at something, you do that thing. But I was like, listen, like here I am like rowing 80% of the time and I can do a triathlon. That's pretty cool. Like, I don't, you know, I don't recommend that you do the same thing I'm doing, but you could, you could get away with it. Like, could you play softball and do, or could you play golf and do an Ironman? I don't know. I mean, but with rowing, it's a really hardcore endurance. Not that those other sports aren't, but with rowing, it's like, it gives you that full body exercise all the time where you can do you know, cycling, swimming, running, and then still kind of get by. So I was turning that, the thinking upside down a little bit and getting people to think about endurance training, cross training differently. So, and then I was, you know, it was working. Like I was getting a lot of people reaching out to me. Hey, do you want to write about this? This is very unique. We've never heard about this. So I go, yeah. And, and then people, it's funny, the comments online, there was like, there's no way you're lying about this. And there's no way you're doing it. I'm like, oh, no, it's not what, this is what I do. Do you want to see my schedule? Like, it's online, like how many classes I'm training. Mm-hmm. I can't do any more training. I'm already yeah. teaching 14 classes a week. You're seeing that online. Like, that's what I'm doing. So, so yeah, so it's, it's, it's cool that people are like, 
don't believe it because it's like yeah i feel better about that you know it's almost like yeah you should people should use this it does work and so mm -hmm. i guess you know it, it's been a long process it's still it's i'm still trying to push forward and you know rowing is a relatively very least known sport i mean the worldwide it's really big but in the united states it's kind of like this it's got this like oh ivy league or oh you have to be whatever i'm like no texas just won the national championship the university of texas in austin the woman just won the national championship hmm. this last year. Wisconsin has a good team. Florida, you know, has good teams. Like it's not Harvard or Yale. It's like, no, all these other schools are doing it from Washington down California, Southern California to all the way across the country. So it's, it's reversing that stigma of our sport, but also mm -hmm. the, the idea that, oh, rowing is just upper body. It's full body. It's more, you know, legs and more fitness. So it's just, it's, the whole PR thing is getting people to, I guess the message is, yeah, you have to be a little different, you know, and something you love, what can you offer that's a little bit different than our, that people are thinking about? And maybe the heart, it, it's tough. Like if you're doing something that everyone else is doing, yeah, it's hard. You're going to have to dig pretty deep, you know, to pull in different things. And when I did the Wall Street Journal article, it was very frustrating because they wanted mm -hmm specific workouts that we do and I go yeah here they are and they're like we've already done all those I'm like okay okay all right let me dig a bit let me dig deep so I had to dig into my ice hockey workouts and give them oh. ice which are similar to rowing or skiing because it's all leg driven so I th some of those workouts are ice hockey or skiing workouts I didn't put that in there I mean you guys yeah. know now but <laughs> Like, I mean, you can, but it can work. So you're, you have to really be original and you have to think outside the box a little bit, you know, be a little different, maybe, maybe get a little debate going. I mean, say mm -hmm. something that's, say something that's not popular so that it creates this, this, these topics, these new things that people aren't thinking about. Don't say the thing that everyone already knows, say something a little different, you know, word yeah. it differently get a little debate going to get yourself. I know it sounds cliche. That's totally what's going on in the media right now. They like the drama, right? Mm -hmm. They like the dramatic stuff. That's the same. The wall street journal is dramatic train like a rower without any equipment. You don't have to have a boat. It's like, that's drum. That's dramatic. Like, <laughs> you know, they're getting you to think you can be like this guy, you know, and do these workouts. It's like, yeah. you know, you really have to get in the boat, but I mean, like you can train like the, you know, but that's a dramatic storyline. It's like, be like him and do these workouts like yeah they're tough workouts but anyway so it's it'd be but think outside the box be original think about things that'll kind of ruffle up your industry but not be so like you know obviously bad like yeah. you know you know so yeah that's I don't know I kind of went on a little rant about that no yeah, I so. I think yeah it, it pieces together so well because you know, something we talk about a lot at digital marketer and something. So one of, one of our um, strategies we use, it's called a blitz launch and the blitz launch really centers around the idea of a, a what we call a big idea and a big idea can be anything and it can be seasonal or it can be new. You know, one example is like the keto diet. Oh, you know, eating fat is bad. Guess what? If you only eat that, <laughs> like you'll lose a ton of weight. And in the same right. way, like the concept that you can have a total body workout 
with rowing, which people just see as, you know, moving your arms, you know, that is a big idea and that someone can, you know, instead of training all the, with all the things that you do in a triathlon can instead do one single workout and be like national, national team ready for a triathlon is, is mind blowing. And so to something to really take away, you know, if you're listening to this and you're like, well, I don't do my my business is not, you know, exercise or my business isn't physical fitness or diets or whatever. What is your big idea? What are you doing to change, you know, the world and what, what is so different about what you do? You have to find that little kernel and that's, it's so genius the way that you presented it. I, I'd love to know, yeah. Jack, like, okay, you've been in all these publications, you know, a lot, a lot of what our listeners will say is great. You were in a lot of publications. Did you ROI? Did you actually get any <laughs> traffic from it? Did, how did it affect the bottom line? I'd love to know like the effectiveness of it. Yeah, that's the question I get a lot from mm-hmm. my family, actually. And my family was pumping me up, blowing me up on this Wall Street Journal thing. They're like, you better be writing this stuff. And that was not so great because I got my, I got, I don't, I, as a, as a human being, I don't like to get my highs too highs and lows too lows. I like to kind of be even centered. And my family was kind of like before it dropped last week in the newspaper, they were all like, you got to have all this stuff ready. And I was you know, stressed out and excited. And then when it came and it dropped, it was like, not as much as I thought it would be. And, but the thing is, I have to keep telling myself is it's the long term. So Mm -hmm. when, when that stuff comes out, do not be, I'll tell listeners from experience, do not be discouraged because nowadays I think even, uh, but well, cosmopolitan, that's not even online. I had to like print that, but now all this stuff is like, since what, 2010 or even before this stuff is the stuff that they print is going to be online. It's going to be digital. So, you know, don't worry if your printed thing isn't immediately received. I get, I still get uh, questions about my story in triathlete magazine from like five years ago or Mm -hmm. us rowing masters athlete of the year from almost 10 years ago or c magazine or organic spa oh i was in the daily burn as well that was a big one that was a full digital though on the workout platform so did the daily burn has a lot of viewers and listeners or you know users so that's a fitness and a big a big fitness platform so it's like but these things all add to your credibility. They all make you stand out and you just keep pushing, just keep going. Like, don't stop. It does get frustrated that, you know, sometimes more people aren't, you know, listening or they kind of joke with you almost and your friends will, you know, joke with you the most, but you have to keep, or they'll give you the hard time the most because that's what who they are. But I mean, like, they'll also, you know, the, the, good people will support you and just keep, yeah, just keep moving forward with it. Keep, keep plugging away as my dad says, and keep going one step in front of the other. It's the long-term effect that if you keep going with it, that it will, you'll get the, the emails or the calls, you know, coming in, Hey, how can you, or, you know, and it's, there might be some questions like not regarding your business or something else, but then you have to bring that back and 
talk to them and be like, Hey, I can help. I offer this coaching or I do this platform and then they might get excited about that. So, but again, it's a long-term effect. Yeah. Their ROI is, yeah, I, I would think a lot of people would say it's not as good as you think. And there are some that are very good as far as like, you know, TV, media, stuff like that. But getting the jobs, getting those pieces are so hard, you know, and these are hard as well. But again, the ROI is definitely long term. It's the long term effect. So and then other, I met uh, major fitness companies because of of this i was doing shows fitness shows so maybe something totally different come i mean it's my field fitness but would i be expected to ask be asked by a different fitness company to go work with them in germany or go work with them in europe or wherever and be this guy for a totally different sport no i mean so that happened and so these other opportunities opened up that were totally different in this in the same field but different right yeah consulting companies as far as giving them ideas on their fitness equipment. It doesn't have to be a rowing machine. What do you think about this, you know, exercise or this weight, weight workout? Okay. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, then they'll ask you about totally something totally different. So yeah. Hey, Ryan Dice here. You know, it's been a while since I've run the day-to-day for Digital Marketer, the company that Roland and I are partners in. Fortunately, we have a great team and great partners who help us with all that nitty-gritty stuff now. But the one thing that we focused on while I was there and the one thing the team still focuses on to this day is optimizing everything. I'm talking testing everything from the sales copy to the color of the checkout button. Testing like this can have a huge impact on your bottom line, but the truth is it takes a lot of time and a lot of resources. And half the time, we were just throwing stuff against the wall just to kind of see what stuck. But the good news is you don't have to figure everything out on your own anymore. And that's because our friends at Conversion Fanatics have optimized hundreds of sites in all types of industries from small startups to Fortune 500s. And now they can handle all your testing and optimization for you too. So if you feel stuck when it comes to optimizing your website, go and visit conversionfanatics.com and they'll give you a list of custom suggestions to optimize your site 100% free. Once again, you can find them at conversionfanatics.com. Yeah. That's amazing. And it sounds like it's really just a snowball effect kind of in both ways. Like one the snowball effect and in, in kind of getting that first PR piece, you know, like obviously not everyone's, you know, going to win the, the California bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's super. Yeah. It was anyway, it was, that was a funny thing, but, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, you know, getting that first piece, you know, it doesn't always have to be, you know, the perfect thing. It doesn't have to be the wall street journal. It can start out really small. And from there, it's, you know, people catch on to things, you know, part of even a part of my job is to see what other people are talking about. And, you know, slowly, people catch on and it snowballs. And but then on the other end, the snowballing effect of what it's creating for your business, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think it just keeps adapting. And you know, you may have to move more online as far as like a lot of people did in COVID moving online training or online coaching. Right. 
It's been really tough. But again, the thing is just keep plugging away. Keep thinking about, I'm always thinking about new ideas and, you know, reach out, be proactive, you know, ask. It's so, it's, you know, I'm going to go off on this tangent really quick. It's so frustrating that so many people I've, I've gone to numerous events, fitness things or talks, even my dad, Olympic, Olympic, a legend, and he'll talk and he'll do presentations. I'll talk, I'll do presentations. And you know how many people come up to you and talk to you afterwards and ask you questions, like maybe like a few or two or Mm. three, you know, it's it. So my advice to people is go ask ask these people if I if I had a professional in my field if you go to a seminar or whatever don't just do the seminar go up to them and ask they will be so happy you did they're if they're a jerk then that's on them but like I'm so responsive to that because that's how I was taught you know my dad was like even in school he's like if you get a bad grade go up and ask the teacher you know like hey why is my grade or I, I need to see you after class like any I, I want to talk about my paper be proactive there's so many people in this world that are like very and I get that that are but are very like I'm kind of shy I'm kind of like I don't want to disturb anything I don't want to like ask no if you want to know more you got to be proactive and ask so reach out to companies like reach out to papers pitch your story pitch your your you know your message and you know, write a list of magazines or things you want to be in, or that maybe you think you'd be a good part in and pitch your story. And I guarantee, you know, at least you're, you're, you have that experience, but if no one comes back to you, at least you can like, you know, know how to do that, but pitch, you know, what, what you want to do. A lot of newspapers like LA time, I pitched just so many different things and I got picked up a few, a few times. And some of these companies want, that like Voyage LA, they want these stories from people and business owners. They're willing to help you, and it 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 improves the you know what they do as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, be be proactive. That's something that I'm a coach for rowing teams, and the parents are like, whatever the kids want to do, and I'm like, no, <laughs> like, <laughs> you got to tell them to, you got to you got to reach out to the coaches. You got to tell them they're not going to reach out to you. Wall Street Journal reached out to me. I was extremely like flattered, honored, and surprised, honestly, that they did. And because I'm always kind of reach out to the to the publications. Triathlete magazine, I knew the person that was taking my class that was the editor-in-chief at the time. Okay, mm-hmm. so that helps. So the person taking my spin class in cycling was the editor-in-chief. Now she wasn't before, she just became that. And then she goes, my story is pretty cool, though. I mean, it was pretty awesome. Three Ironmans in 28 days um, and a trip across. Yeah. Hey, I if I heard about any that is pretty phenomenal. I mean, it was a pretty crazy story is a pretty crazy thing to do. And I still can't believe I did that. So she wanted to write that. And I was like, OK. And then the Ultraman was another insane thing. The Norseman. I was in South Bay Magazine. That was more of a local one. I was actually in South Bay Magazine twice. So that's more of an LA local paper. But again, you know, if you're doing extraordinary things in your area, for sure, reach out to those people, you know, immediately in your area, because you can start with that and then build on that. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's such a good point about locality. Even if you're a national, you know, you want to reach national people, you're an online business. 
you're, lo- you're a local person and yeah. you're doing cool things. Like, you know, why are you doing it? You know, to yeah. reach, to reach people and to help people. And, and I, I kind of want to end on that point. Like, you know, something that you and I had talked about before Jack was just at the kind of the beginning of the conversation was, you know, the why behind why you do it. And it's, you know, it's really centered at, I promise I'm not getting emotional. <laughs> I need water. <laughs> Sounds uh-huh. like I'm crying, but maybe I, you know, I could, yeah, you, you're creating a ripple, you know, with, with this. Yeah, no, for sure. I, that actually, it's funny you say that. Cause I have a lot of men, like people I look up to that say, what's your why there's actually a race organization up in like for fitness events at Oregon. That's that's called why racing. And they say, what's your why it's, it's becoming more common now. And it's so true. It's, you know, ask yourself, why are you doing this? You know, what, when, when, where, why, and, um, ask, write a list of top 10 things, reasons why you're doing it. And, and then just keep your passion going. If you love what you do, that's the best thing. I mean, it's nothing's easy. I mean, it's, you got to keep working on it. So even if you love something it's going to feel like work sometimes, and it's going to feel daunting and that no one's listening or no one's paying attention. I get that feeling a lot. Sometimes I've had classes where no one shows up and, or one person or two people. And, you know, I do the wall street journal and everyone's like, where's all the people, where is everybody there? You know, and it's, it's more like, yeah, it's cool. And, you just have to put your head down and keep working. And and yeah, ask yourself again, why are you doing this? What what do you want from this? For me, I enjoy the workout. I enjoy what my sport gives me. I enjoy what it can do for me or what it does. I enjoy, you know, being kind of a spokesman, I guess, for my sport because of the misunderstanding that it is as far as yeah, again, like going back to like, oh, it's just Ivy League and you just use your arms and or it's just an easy sport to do. It's actually one of the hardest sports to do. It's it's requires ultimate teamwork. There's no individual in our sport. You have to be everyone has to be on it. You, there's no superhero and we don't get paid very much at all. We're, we're very much uh, doing it on our own because we love the feeling of it. So I think it's that passion. Like you really have to find out what that is and then for me, I guess it's given me the ability to, yeah, do all these cool things like travel around the world and do all these races and, you know, do what I love to do and get paid to do that. It's pretty awesome. And then, you know, with sponsors, the same thing. So a lot of people are like, well, who's, who's paying for this? Yeah. Some of it's coming from me, but I do have, I've had to reach out to my sponsors, like athletic or, you know, again, in my field, like endurance drink, or I used to work for goo energy gel in college. So, you know, I, they were like, I reached out to them. And they're like, yeah, we're too big for you now, Jack. And basically, like, you know, I was like, okay, no worries. I'll turn to another company. So you just kind of have to, you make a joke about it and then you shrug it off. I think don't be too hard on yourself. If people say comments or if people aren't supporting you, Here's one that I, I think hopefully I'll help some people on this. Like, especially if people are talking, you know, like not good about you, not well, or they're talking crap and saying, you know, who is this person? Usually number one, they're jealous. They, you know, it's like a dog barking. If they didn't care, they wouldn't say anything. So Mm -hmm. if, if they care, they're saying stuff. So, you know, chalk that up as kind of reverse compliment <laughs> that they actually care. And then, and then just keep moving forward and keep doing what you love doing and uh, ignore those people. Surround yourself with good people. 
put definitely pitch to different articles or magazines and different companies that you want to work with. One, another one is, you know, synergy with different companies. Like let's say you do something and another company does something, maybe you work together. That's another thing. Don't again, think outside the box, but yeah, so definitely, but yeah, ask your, ask your why keep that strong and keep doing things every day, stay busy and yeah, push forward. So. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, Jack, I know we're getting to the end of our time here and I have one more question for you, but before I ask it, I'd love to know where can people find out more about you or reach out to you or anything? Yeah. Yeah. So reach out to me on email or it's actually powerhouse fit at Gmail. It's my old company. I'd change it to Rowworks, So, or rowworks.com. So R O W O R X. And we do, or you could just search my name, Jack Nunn. You could find me on Instagram, rowworks underscore rowing. That's my Instagram handle. And then Facebook rowworks. So yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm about to like, see if there's any rowing teams in Austin, if they'll take a bit major beginner. <laughs> Yeah, Sounds there's rowing. There's rowing programs for sure. I know they do group classes there in Austin. There's lots of teams and programs there in Texas and all over the nation. So cool. That sounds yeah. fun. Final question for you, Jack. If you had to go back in time and tell the you that was just starting your entrepreneurial journey, give them some advice. What would you tell them and why? That's a great question. Learn how to say no. learn how to say no to things that you don't like learn how to say it i know it's one of the toughest things you can do i know people offer that advice too i've heard that actually a couple times but learn how to stand up for yourself to say no if if things aren't going the way you want it to confront that try to do the best you can i i was kind of not doing that big pushover, it led to some issues, some serious problems. So in order to not get in that hole, I would tell myself, yeah, learn how to step up for yourself and say no to the things that, that you know aren't right. And there was instances on the U.S. national team when I was training in college, and there was things that happened and you have to, people will respect you more if you do that. They will know, know their lines, their limits. And for me, that's been a very long process and I've been trying to get better at that. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a great advice. I need to take that advice. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jack, thank you so much for being here today. Yeah. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. It's been, uh, it's been great. I yeah. hope I can help out and offer some good advice out there. Absolutely. And To you out there listening, thanks again for listening to the Digital Marketer Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating wherever you're listening. Give us a follow on YouTube, and we've got nearly 200 episodes in the vault. So if you found value in today's, take a little scroll through memory lane and find an oldie but a goodie that sparks your interest. We'll catch you next week with a new one.
Hey, DM listeners, if you're running a Black Friday or Cyber Monday special, listen up, because Digital Marketer just released our Canva holiday promo pack. It includes almost 200 templates that you can use to make the graphics for all your upcoming holiday specials and three unique design themes for each holiday. The promo pack is usually $27, but you can get it today for free. Check the show notes for the link to download, or you can go directly to digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates. That's digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates.